Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the number one podcast on earth, GovCon with Courtney Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Courtney Hayden. And today I got another dope episode for y'all, man. Hey, but check this out. Before I get into this episode, yo, I want y'all to make sure, man, y'all go like and subscribe to the podcast. Go hit that plus sign at the top, man. Leave a review. Uh, leave a five-star rating. You know, all of the good stuff, man, so we can run them numbers up, man. Uh, but, you know, without further ado, man, let's get into today's episode. So uh, last last week, man, or last episode, man, I was talking about uh, diversity and inclusion, uh, the benefits of diversity and inclusion, uh, the best practices and stuff like that. And I went a little over um, the capability statement as well. Uh, and I said I wanted to uh, dive back into the capability statement and uh, the importance of it and all that good stuff. Different parts of the capability statement, uh, differentiators and all of that good stuff, man. Um, so first off, man, I want to uh, start off like, uh, you know, what is a capability statement? Man? And it's uh, pretty much a one page document uh, of your business. You know, that's literally what it is. It's one one to two page document of your business. Um, think of it as like your business resume. You know, uh, some people, uh, let's say most people have, you know, regular resumes when they go into a job. But this right here is called a capability statement. And it is for your um, business. Um, it's pretty much like, a, you know, a brief description of what your uh, business does um you know related to the agency that you actually want to target uh, like i said it should be one page one side um and think of this as a uh, living document uh, meaning you know it's will and it should change depending on your uh target you know target industry that you are actually uh focusing on you know and it's pretty much to uh provide specific information um to your customer, man, that you'll be working with, man. It actually has your uh, differentiators on there, uh, your core competencies, uh, your past performance, uh, capability, company, your company data, uh, your contact information, which are the uh, five key areas when it comes to creating your uh, capability statement, man. Um, with that, man, SBA, they give out a lot of different trainings and stuff like that, man, on how to uh, create your capability statements, uh, different pointers and stuff like that on the capability statement, because there's not one set way uh, to create your capability statement. It's just how you actually set it up and uh, making sure that you actually hit those key areas um, for the capability statement. You know, making sure that, you know, you actually send it in a, a PDF file and it's not like a JPEG, any of those other uh, files that you can save on your computer, because nine times out of 10, man, the uh, contracting officers, they cannot uh, open up their uh, their messages or their mail that actually have those JPEGs or those ping files. Uh, for some reason, I don't know how that's how or why it's set up like that on their end, but um that's how you know that's how they say that they prefer for you to have it and that's pretty much how you would uh, market or you would send the file to them so make sure that you save it as a pdf file and um save the doc name as your company's uh your company's name like don't have it saved as the automatic name that it's going to save it up under uh have it saved as your company name so you know once you once you upload it to uh 
the email that you're about to send it to, you know, uh, it has that company name on there. It's not any other type of different name um, that would have them running away from clicking onto that um, PDF file. Um, but just make sure, you know, that, that you're sending it that way, man. You know, because, you know, PDF file, they, they, they're much safer, um, you know, whenever they are opening up their mail, you know, due to securities and all of that stuff, man, they can't, they really can't accept word, uh, PowerPoints and stuff like that, uh, those type files, man. So, you know, you want to make sure that you do send it in a PDF file uh, format, man. It's, it, it'll save you time. And, you know, they, uh, I can see them actually looking at those, you know, and um, making sure that you, you know, put the right information on there. You actually uh, have everything on your capability statement that you should have um but again man just make sure that the uh, that you have it sent over in the pdf file uh speaking of those different five areas uh when it comes to um the uh the capability statement man the key the five key areas one of those key areas man is definitely your uh differentiators man and how uh, where i would say your unique factors uh, and benefits, man, that uh, differentiate you from or that separates you from your competition. Um, it's definitely uh, something that you should um, think about, you know, like you should put some thought in it, man, not just copy and paste some stuff, man, off a, off a website or off somebody else's capability statement, but actually think about your uh, your unique factors and the benefits that your uh, that your product or services um uh, set apart from you know the competition man and um it's really it's 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 really about like what's the best solution to fulfill for the agency needs you know and so that's what they that's what you really want to hone in on not necessarily the um you know what you what you know how it's going to benefit you but more so how your differentiators is going to benefit them and the needs that they actually have that's why when you actually are doing your due diligence and you're doing your homework on these specific agencies that you are uh, looking to work with, want to make sure that you are addressing the, um, uh, the their needs, you know, making sure that you know exactly what they're looking for, um, making sure that you are addressing everything that they pretty much saying that they need done. Uh, for example, like I told you guys before, man, uh, whenever you are reaching out to some of these uh, members or employees of these different agencies and you're doing your due diligence and you're uh, getting uh, all, like information from past employees, cr uh, current employees, uh, this is where you can find out how or what uh, like, this is where you find out how they feel about the current service that they actually are getting, like finding out how they actually um are they actually getting the service that they actually looking for? Like, are they actually, uh, did they, did, do they feel like they overpaid for it or anything like that? Or do they feel like, you know, everything is being done how it should be done according to uh, what they said that they wanted to do. So, and this is where you come into play and find out like, well, you know, for example, if uh, they're just not communicating with the agency and that's one of their top things. Uh, you want to make sure that you are uh, communicating with them, man. Like every month, send them, send them uh, an email and ask them different things about the agency as far as how they actually, uh, uh, what's the best practice on doing, uh, we're working with them. What's the best, 
what's the best way to present certain things to them who are key players or key employees uh within the the agency you know like these are some of the questions that you can ask because whenever you have an active contract as you already know or maybe you don't know um they can only answer questions about that specific uh, solicitation up to a certain amount of time so after you know let's say today is um the 18th let's say they cut off they cut off date for uh, asking questions or answering questions was the 17th at 12 o'clock p.m so they're going to tell you specifically what day what time and all of that good stuff um that you have in order to um ask questions after that man they can't ask any they can't answer anything specifically regarding that particular solicitation but it's not stopping you from asking them questions about their agency uh building a relationship up with their agency to see you know if they actually are a good fit for you and your company um, from there you know you just want to make sure that you are marketing to them with your with that capability statement again your capability statement is your um, is your marketing tool. That's the number one marketing tool that you have um, to reach out to the you know contracting officer, reach out to the program manager or the project manager, and uh, and build those relationships. Um, outside of you know shaking hands and kissing babies, man, marketing is one of the biggest things when it comes to selling or working with the government. Because at the end of the day, you know, if they don't know who you are, you know, or what you can do or what type of services and products uh, you have that makes you different from what they already getting. Or it could be something that they just can't find anybody uh, to do the service or they can't find the products. And, you know, it's not like they just, you know, out here, they can't really spend time looking for these different services because it actually costs them more money for them to actually go out here and look for the services so they have to they have to put out a active solicitation uh, uh to procure for those particular uh, services and or products you know and this is where we come into play and you know we help them out pretty much you know and that's really what it is man like i say it's a relationship you know it's a new client one of the if not the biggest client in the United States, man, whose budget is going to continue to grow no matter what, like they're going to keep on spending money, no matter what's going on in the economy, no matter what's going on, the, the United States government is still going to be spending money. You know, in fact, uh, the worse the economy get from what I've seen doing my research, uh, the more money that they actually spend. Uh, you know, I think they just pumped a couple of trillion dollars into uh, into the economy, man, with this uh, around the COVID stuff, uh, around the, when COVID started happening. So it kind of got the market going up and down right now, going, you know, going crazy right now. But the government still spending money. You know, the government is still looking for your services and looking for your products. And the best way, again, to um, reach out to them, man, and let them know who you are is that capability statement. Um, I remember last week, man, I gave y'all a little gem uh, about, you know, pretty much mimicking the uh, top five or top 10 uh, companies in the United States that's actually in your same field um, that's doing business with the government, man, pretty much following their suit when it comes to their capability statement. 
um, of course, you're not going to be able to uh, copy word for word what they what they have on there is because of obviously if they're doing millions of dollars in uh millions of dollars with the government you're not going to have those same past performances but it will give you a general idea a good idea of where you want to or how you want your capability statement to look uh, like the framing and stuff like that man uh, but most importantly is those differentiators man what's what separates you uh, from the competition man also you know, your past performance, man. That's another uh, key area when it comes to the capability statement outside of the differentiators. Um, they want to make sure that, you know, you can actually do this work, man. Um, from what I've, you know, I, I can't say this is 100% sure, but from what I've heard from a couple of my, you know, people that I follow that's actually been doing business with the government, man, they actually, you know, if it's anything over $250, which is, above the well on the federal level anything over 250 that's what really has to go out to the public uh anything between anything below that you it really doesn't have to go out to the public between twenty five thousand and uh, two hundred fifty thousand on the federal level uh you know and that depends on uh, state and county level as well but federal level 10 uh even ten thousand is called a micro purchase that's where they swipe their card and they take care of the purchase that way or the service that way uh, again anything below two hundred and fifty thousand dollars they do not have to put it out there to the public at all and so that says a lot you know <laughs> that says a whole lot man like what you see on sam.gov what you see on a lot of these other uh, different resources that push out federal um, solicitations that's not all of them you know what i mean that's not all of them at all because those are the ones that uh, normally meet the uh, threshold you know whether it may be over the 250,000 whether it may be over the 10,000 or the uh you know right around the 25,000 um but those are the ones that actually um get put out for bid um but again man making sure that your past performance lines up with what they are actually looking for is going to help you as well man um if you if you've been doing this if you've already been working with the government uh, whether it may be city, state, or county, uh, or the federal, man. If you are been working with them, these are the things that you put on your uh, capability statement. Um, how long you did this, you know, I mean, could be could be important as well. Not that much uh, description as far as how long you done done it, but you know, from from when and from where. If it was a two year contract, yeah, you want to make sure you you put that on there. If it was a five year contract, make sure you put that on there. Um, but that past past performance is definitely. Um, another key area when it comes to the um, capability statement that you want to make sure that you pay close attention to and you are uh, being as accurate as you can uh, when it comes to that man same thing with your or your core competencies um, you want to make sure that you are um, bringing out your your benefits you know uh, the benefits of uh, your services or your products um, not just focusing on you, you know, matter of fact, you want to actually talk less and use your name and business less and use more of um, the benefits that your company has. That's going to, um, like I said before, assist them uh, on their needs. Um, and from there, you know, you just you want to focus on making sure that you get that part across from them because at the end of the day man that's where they're going to 
and want to make sure like okay dang he does she he or she they do they do seem to know what they're talking about man uh looks like they do have um some past performance looks like they are currently in the business you know right now working on it um you know explaining how you uh, differentiate from the competition if there is any competition which shouldn't be in uh, any of your concern your concern it should be only uh marketing to the uh federal government that's literally it making sure that your uh, company and your um core competencies your differentiators your past performance your company data and your contact information is legible you know that's another thing uh they say that this training too at the sba man like a lot of people sending in these uh capability statements and the fonts is like five at five you know and, and a lot of these people man you think about it think just think about it for a second you in your 40s and you know what i'm saying you barely can see you know what i mean you barely can see then you know what i mean at that point already man and you getting a capability statement in the finance on uh four or five man you about to push that thing to the side and go to the next one you know because you ain't got time to sitting up there trying to figure out what it is that they say that they can do for you you know like can they really do it you know you ain't got time to try to figure that out man because you can't read what they what they put on their capability statement because they were trying to squeeze everything in and again like i just said at the at the beginning of the show uh capability statement should be very brief you know and just specifically related to the needs of the agency man that you that you are targeting uh one one page one side you know and, and once you start doing a little bit of your research um you will see that a lot of these uh companies that are making me i mean make, making millions with the government man they have a one-page capability statement or capability brief um, that they pretty much have with them everywhere or their capability statement is on their website and the more um, the more the more solicitations uh they are that that is awarded to that company of course you know that's when you start getting into uh, to two pages but you still want to make you know you want to put the most important stuff um at the top so it doesn't it doesn't go on to three pages you know what i'm saying in the four pages like you this this should be very very brief especially when you are just getting into uh, government contracting you don't want to you know have a five-page capability statement thinking uh you know that that they should read it or you're obligated they're obligated to read it and that's not the case you know this is literally like you doing business with somebody else man like this is a business relationship that you are trying to uh build so you want to make sure that you nurture that relationship man you baby it treat it like it's your own little baby and you know make sure that they taken care of or you're trying to take care of their needs um from what they act you know what i mean based on the research that you uh have have gathered um and another another key thing too man like your um uh, people will um, make it people will write out on the capability statement that uh, their certifications you know and really your your um your certifications is not a differentiator you know what i mean uh, they don't really care about you know that you are a minority owned business or you are a veteran owned business like that's not the key factor or the key area that you want to hone in on when it comes to writing this capability statement um, that's 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 not a differentiator like the, the the question is what makes you special you know and you have being a veteran on business that doesn't make your you know what i mean that doesn't make you special at all like what is it that make what is it that separates you 
from the competition? You know, how is your uh, product or services going to either be, you know, cheaper and still more efficient? Or how is it going to make our process faster and, and cheaper and more efficient? You know, like things like that, like how, like answer those type questions about your um, about your your differentiators, you know, and um, at, at, like why is your firm or why is your products and services the best solution to fulfill the agency needs? Like answer those type questions in your differentiators, you know, uh, make sure that this is something that you are um, honing in on again, man. I, I can't stress it enough, man, because people from what. The, the webinars and the training that I've got thus far, uh, people are making the mistakes by putting uh, their certification plastered all over there. Like they certified in this and they certified in that and they feel like they're obligated uh, to do business with them because they are a woman owned business or they are a veteran owned business or whatever economically disadvantaged woman owned business. Like that's really not the case. You know, um, they don't really have to do business with you. That, that's just like, know if you was trying to get some t-shirts made with somebody that was in your same city like they they can either do business with you or they don't have you know or they or they don't have to do business with you it's up to them this is the same exact situation it's just this this client right here spend be a trillions of dollars every year you know and they uh they have a uh, a goal of 23 percent to spend with minority owned businesses. And they, I think last year they said they, they, they met their goal. And I think it was at 26%, which is right around 200, $300 billion. You know what I mean? It went toward small uh, minority owned, you know, small businesses. That's, they have a 23% goal, uh, at least 23% to do business with small businesses, man. And like I said, last year, they, they met the goal at 26%, man. And you know, that's, that's a lot of money out there, man. A lot of opportunities out there every year for small businesses. Uh, and again, man, I can't stress this enough, man. It's not it's not enough black owned businesses that's actually doing a business with the government, man. It's only one point six, one point six, seven percent. You know, we, we can we can definitely do a lot better, man. But it, it starts with us getting our business straight, you know, making sure we have that straight and it's legit, you know, so we can actually go do good business. We have some like we got this notion that, you know, black people can't do good business, man. And that's just not true, man. It's it's not true at all. But we do we we do need to do better business. Let me say that with each other, with uh, with each other and with, you know, everybody else, man, just do good business all around. And the best way to do that is to make sure that your business is set up properly. Um, like right now, man, uh, I know just just going off of what, you know, my mentors and the people I follow you know, I need me a business plan. I should have been had one, but I need me a business plan now because I know in the future I'm going to need uh, business credit cards. I'm going to need to purchase things with my business on my business credit card and not just use my cash. You know, I'm going to uh, have to have these relationships. So I need to go ahead and get this stuff done now. You know, so I got a meeting with the small business center uh, in my hometown at the college, at the community college next week. And they literally are going he has a template for me and everything, man, literally going to walk me through uh, a business plan, man. I just uh, sat with my banker yesterday, man, to um, start a, another business account with this particular bank because they focus on uh, developing small businesses, you know, working with small businesses, scale, helping to scale small businesses. Um, so these are, you know, I mean, the relationships that you have to build, man, in order to uh, 
um, first of all, like I say, make sure your business is set up properly and legit. Um, but also, man, you know, it, it's not all about what you know. You know, it's about who you know, man. And, and when you when we have more of our people uh, involved in this government contracting space, that's, you know, still being themselves, but know exactly what they're talking about. And they're actually able to uh, educate, teach uh, and inform people that either look like us or don't look like us. That's a that's that's a gem within itself, man. That's it's it's a lot of money in that space because it's not a lot of us doing it, you know, and it's not a lot of us. Actually, it's not really not a lot of us to care to that, that cares to start our own business. But this is one. This is government contracting can change your life real quick, you know, real, real quick. Uh, and that's why I said I need to go ahead and get my stuff set up right properly. You know, let me let me make sure everything, you know, I got my insurance, my general insurance, my liability. You know, I got all of that stuff set up, man. So, you know, everything is on the company and ain't nothing you know, personally on, on Courtney, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, again, man, uh, that capability statement, yo, that's probably one of, that's probably one of the most important documents that you can have when it comes to uh, government contracting, because again, man, it tells them, the agencies exactly what it is that you do. You know, it, it tells them very brief, very briefly, like, okay, boom, you see the Nate code, you see all of the stuff that it does in the past performances, quick, quick look at the differentiators, like how you're going to make their job easier, you know, by your, with, by your services and products. It actually helps uh, on your elevator pitch because you have a general, because you know exactly what it is that your company can do and what you can bring to the table to assist them. So this capability statement is something, is a tool. You know, it's literally a tool that you want to use. It's your business's marketing tool when it comes to government contracting. Um, I literally just got me a uh, a digital uh, business card in the mail yesterday. It's called a, a, a dot card. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of that before, um, but it allows you to uh, network a little bit better when it comes to communicating with new people. You know, when you go into these networking events and you have your capability statement, you have your capability brief with you, which is something that you should have when you go into these government con these government events. Um, check out NC uh, Vet Biz. They have uh, events coming up all the time. SBA has events coming up. You can check on their website. Also, you can go to the individual agency that you want to work with. Go to their website. Go to their calendar. They have events coming up all the time man. every month they have something going on, whether it may be in person or they may have it online. But they definitely have events coming on or going all the time. And so when you when you go into these events, you want to make sure you got that capability statement, man. Make sure you got that capability statement, that capability brief. You know, you dress, uh, you dress the part and you know what you're talking about. But that business card, that dot card. That's where I'm going to come. That's where I come in at and like, uh, you know, like, well, who are you? What do you do? Boom. Here you go right here. Here's my card. You know, everything will pop up. It'll populate the um, their phone, like with my contact information, my social media outlets and all of that good stuff, man. If they want to if they want to reach out to me, it's right there uh, on their phone. So this is another this is uh, another way to, you know, or this is keeping up with technology and uh, being innovative, man, and incorporating new technologies with your um, with your business, man. And that's literally what I'm doing, man. Like I'm just taking it one step at a time, one day at a time and uh, making sure that I learn uh, what I need to learn about this government contracting space and pick up 
you know, all the game that I can pick up, man, from everybody that's out here actually doing um, the business, man. Again, man, I'm this this show right here, man. I'm literally uh, my mission is to show people how to get in, how to get in government contracting, show that it's possible, man, to change your life in government contracting. Um, because that's what I'm gonna do. I'm telling you, soon, yeah, hey, you gonna know. You know what I mean? When Courtney Hayden uh, is on with this government contracting, man, it's it's literally just a matter of time at this point because there's so much, it's so many opportunities and there's so much stuff going on. Um, people hearing me, people listening to me, and they're asking me a lot of questions. And I, from me knowing them and what they're doing currently at their job or if they if they own small business, man, I know how uh, this government contract can benefit them and ultimately uh, benefit me. And I'm simply just going to pass along the knowledge to y'all, man. Like, that's literally what I want to do. Like, try to give y'all as much game as I can, man. Um, I actually have a um, a free 30-minute consultation right now, man. It was. I was doing like a 15-minute. I, I, I changed it to like an hour. And I was like, nah, that's too much, man. Let me back it up. So right now, man, I'm actually doing a, uh, a free 30-minute consultation, man. And I think the days is... Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken, but I do have the link. Uh, I'm going to put the link in this description right here on this particular um, uh, show. Uh, click on the link, man, and or copy and paste the link into your um, into your search engine, search engine and um, set up your set up your uh, your consultation, man. And I'll definitely try my best to go ahead and get you started. Um give you some pointers, some hints on, uh, you know, communicating with contracting officers, uh, program managers, uh, and stuff like that, man. It's, it's another, uh, it's another gem I can give you guys as well when it comes to who you can contact also, uh, this nationwide, you know, but I'm gonna save that to the next show and, uh, <laughs> and let you guys uh, ponder on it just for a little bit and try to figure out who I'm talking about, man. Some of you may already know, um, but definitely is uh there there are definitely different ways to uh market to um uh federal contract or uh, let me say uh different agencies man um it's just making sure that you uh know the product or the service that you want to solicit to them and just go ahead and start doing your job man i mean go ahead and uh getting on it man and uh you know letting them know what it is that you do again i just want to go back over quickly man uh, the different little steps that we talked about today, man, as far as your capability statement, man, or the different key areas in your capability statement and uh, the importance of that capability statement and uh, what you need to do and where you need to send it off to, man. Um, but those five areas, again, man, are your core competencies, your differentiators, past performance, company data, and also your company information. Uh, again, man, use the jewel or the gem that I gave you last week, man, and go uh, go be a good copycat, man. Go go make sure that you are looking or getting ideas from the top people who are in your industry. You do this by going to uh, usaspending.gov, uh, typing in that field or your industry, and um, you know clicking on the uh, contracts that has been awarded. Going to those companies' website, man, and um, you know, figuring out what it is that you want, uh, figuring out how they do their stuff, man, and, and seeing how you can incorporate that with yours, with your little twist on it. Um, that's pretty much it, man. But that's that's all I got for you guys today, man, on this episode, man. A good convo, Courtney. Until next time, baby, let's go.